Welcome to Real Well Radio, the intersection where bricks meets balance and entrepreneurs share their stories to success. I'm your host, Brian McNichol. And on this podcast, we dive into the stories of business owners who seamlessly blended the realms of real estate, wellness, and entrepreneurship. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or someone simply passionate about the dynamic fusion of property and personal well-being, you're in the right place. Real Well Radio, where stories meet the well-lived journeys of those who dare to dream big. And we're live. Welcome to the first episode of Real Well Radio. Here is David Guido. How you doing? We are, you know, going to have a welcome to Dave Guido. Everybody knows the goofball, the, um, you know, kissy face and all that stuff. I don't know if anybody really knows the super hyper-focused workaholic Dave Guido like I do. So give us a little rundown. Um, you know, start around high school or college, whatever you want, and just give us a, a little, you know, spat back story. So, uh High school, I went to Central, which, you know, was, I didn't want to go. Um, I thought I was an average student, but it was one of the better decisions I think I made. It kind of uh, exposed me to different cultures, different people. Like, it took me way out of my comfort zone because everybody I knew was going to Doherty, was going to Woo. Northeast. <laughs> and, uh, and I went there. I didn't know anybody in Central. So, ended up going to Central, loved it there by the end, didn't like it in the beginning. Ended up going to Kutztown, same thing, you know, was an average student. Um, graduated around like a 3.0, 2.8, 3.0, and then uh, wasn't sure what I was doing. I went for telecommunications, which is basically what we're doing now. I thought it'd be fun because of sports, but when I graduated, I didn't realize that you're going to be working on the weekends. And as everyone knows, I like to go out and have a couple beverages, meet people. So I kind of switched that. I had a kind of double major in business, so I went over to Smith Barney. Started there, and I got my Series 7, which is basically sell stocks and bonds, and which I loved. The one thing I didn't love about it was you're tied to the desk all day. So um, Hold on. Talk, talk a little bit about how you got pounded by, by your, your superiors there. Pound? What do you mean? Like, you know, talk down to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was like the youngest one there. So I used to have to call over to New York um, to put in bond trades. And New York was real. They didn't care. So I mean, definitely, I would doubt it goes on today. But I get cursed at, yelled at, called every kind of name, dumb, stupid. You know, what are you doing? Just get out of the business. But it was mean. It was meant to kind of toughen you up, which it did. So I mean, it was if you messed up, there was somebody definitely telling you you're doing something wrong. So, but basically, I never really got that far up there. I got, I kind of was like glorified secretary. I worked some awesome guys, Kev Young, Dan Griffin, who I still talk to today, which were they were great mentors. But, but it just wasn't my thing because, like I said, I like to be out meeting people, which you do kind of, but you're tied to a desk, especially to get it from probably seven in the morning to like seven, eight at night, making cold calls, basically trying to build up your book. And like, it's a little bit easier if you have, you know, a family member that has a lot of money, which I didn't. So and anyway, Brian Dolphin um, brought me over to mortgages, uh, which was a matter request at the time, which, you know. Oh, and, the optional arm. You're the guy. <laughs> He's the guy. 228 <laughs> with a three-year prepay, which that was my first job out, you know, doing mortgages. So we were selling, you know, for those who don't know, um, 
you know, Brett, me, Brendan, Corey, a few other people from the neighborhood went over there. So we were selling, you know, 228 arm with a three-year prepay, which basically meant, you know, with a high margin, which basically meant your arm was adjusting. And we were selling that with five points. But I never knew any better. I never worked at a mortgage company. But it was, it was a good sales experience. After that, I opened up my own mortgage company, um, which, you know, was probably not the greatest time because we, I think we, me and Brendan and Corey opened one up around 2005 or six, I would say. And that was right about when the market crashed. So we kind of did that for a couple of years, were successful, and then everything crashed. We went over to Gateway because we had to be under an umbrella that did FHA because we never got our FHA license. So we did that for a while, kind of struggled through. That was probably one of the toughest times, you know, of my life. Because not only that, everything crashed. I had a bunch of investment properties. Um, I had um, two houses that were going into foreclosure that I somehow got out and short. I did a short sale and whatever. But we, I ended up managing through there. And then, uh, I guess, 2008, nine stuff started improving. But And then I had my daughter. So that made things tough which again, I had to kind of choose between mortgages and real estate. I went to real estate because it gave me more flexibility. I could work from home. Obviously, you have to go show houses and do listing appointments, but everything else basically, which you know, you can work from home. And I think that was probably one of the advantages you because you have a couple younger kids too. So, and then from then, uh, you know, I was a single agent for a while. It's never, you know, like I don't want another team because when I did the mortgage stuff, it was just, it was tough. Like that's one of the tougher things as you know, kind of managing personalities and building a team, but... I think, you know, a few years ago, got to the point where I was just doing too much, you know, I had too much business and couldn't get to it. And that's when I started the team. And, and then you came on a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think, you know, one thing that like we don't really think about because we have that background is how important it is that we have that mortgage background. Yeah. You know, I already know all that stuff. Um, and like some of my biggest mistakes, like, you know, and I always say that, that's one of the things I always say. You know, try to learn from my mistakes because I think I've probably made every mistake. So, I mean, along with mortgages, I did flips. I mean, I've done rentals. I've done, I go. I used to go down to do evictions, which was, you know, you know, which I look back, which was crazy. But now I know the process. So when, when you are showing people houses, you can. You can explain mortgages. You kind of can point stuff out, like, you know, because you do flip. And, and you're getting involved in that, too. You can say, hey, listen, structure problem there, you know, versus, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to get, Home inspections, but I mean, home inspection costs what five, six, seven hundred dollars. So you're kind of, you know, if you see something that's definitely going to come up and be a deal killer, you know, it kind of benefits the client. So, but yeah, 100%. Right. And like, that's like one of my favorite things about you. And what I'm, you know, so grateful for is just the amount of mistakes you've made and how you're able to point them out and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and still making them, right? And still making them and, and you know, fail fast and, and all that. Um, it's really good stuff. So, what do you, all that said, you know, it's a very stressful business to be in. You know, a lot of things can go wrong. What are things you do on a daily basis? Try to do consistently. I know consistency isn't one of your main things. What are some things that you can suggest to people to just get in the right mindset and, you know, just to start your day, just to accomplish the things that you need to accomplish. That so, day. I mean, you know, like you should, like you're just saying. I know all the answers. All no, 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 I know. I know. But like I said, I'm easily distracted. So the one big thing for me is to be up early. So, because if I'm up at 4.35, not that I'm up every day at 4.35, but if I'm up at that time, that means I'm in the office at 6. Um, so I'm getting a head start and there's no distractions. So from 6 to 8, you know, 6 to 9, nobody's calling me. Nobody's usually texting me. I can focus on like the paperwork stuff command stuff, stuff I don't like to do that like if something 
does like a phone call comes in or somebody wants to do something, I'm going to jump on it. So versus like that gives me time, silence. I usually come into office. There's no distractions. You know, nobody usually gets here till eight thirty nine at the earliest. So that's kind of that to me, that's the most important because by, you know, I was saying that to you the other day, if I wake up at eight thirty nine, I feel like I'm super behind on the day. So like uh-huh. six, six, seven, eight, like even seven o'clock. Like I feel like at least I'm, I get my, like what I need to do for the day. I kind of get caught up. I, you know, kind of, game plan, map my day out so I know where to go and where I'm not over. Because what I used to do is I would say yes to everything. And, like, <laughs> so I would try to jam everything. In. Like, I'd be going down to Delaware County, to Bucks County, to – but to me, that's that's one of the more important things for me to wake up early and, and to kind of get the day started. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, implemented really early on and that was, it's, been, it's been huge for me is just, like, owning the morning, like, making sure you do not get planned the night before where, like, three, four, five things you absolutely have to do and get those done before 10 a.m. And then, you know, you can do whatever you need. Um, yeah, and that was one of the books that, you know, both of us are both big book readers. But um, it's uh, Miracle Morning. Hell yeah. So, I mean, like I said, you, you don't have to implement all what he says. You know, be up early. I think it's, what, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. And you're going to meditate. You're going to journal. You're going to exercise. You're going to do a couple other things. But, like, to me, like, you don't have to do all that every day, I don't think. But it definitely it kind of clears your mind versus waking up and all of a sudden you have like 10 texts and two voicemails at nine o'clock you know you're kind of ahead of everybody if you're up at six seven is there anything that you do or you would suggest doing midday or or at night just to start to wind down or to do a reset because you know we get thrown curveballs yeah you know <laughs> so to me i always try so i'm not because like I said, when i used i used to have trouble sleeping which I still, I mean, I'm not the greatest sleeper, but I try to write everything down. Like, when I think of something at night or something I didn't get done that day, I'll write everything down in a notebook. I'm a big, like, I know a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people do it on their phones, but I'm a big notebook. I have to write everything down. So if I write everything down the night before, I know, like, I'm not going to forget something. Because I feel like stuff, like, kind of, went in the morning, you're like, you, you forget some stuff. But if I have everything written down, then I know I can just, you know, go back to that. But that's, that's important to me, too, which, again, it's not stuff I come up with. It's stuff that I've read and. And helps me kind of, you know, it's just, it kind of makes you flush all the stuff out of your mind so you can kind of have a nice, yeah, I mean, you talk about that also, about how sleeping decent and how, what a big difference that is versus like being tired and sluggish. Because, I mean, to me, you need a lot of energy, especially me. You have no problem with that. <laughs> but to me, that's like, yeah, people don't want somebody who's just like, oh, yeah, you, they want to be excited if you're showing them houses or you're you know, on a listing appointment. They don't want you to just kind of be like tired and sluggish. They want some excitement. So, yeah, you know, in our, in our business, we're kind of waking up, you know, unemployed every day. We got to find business and continue to, you know, meet those relationship requirements that we have. I know it's been a while, you know, since you were new, but you know, thinking back, like, what is one piece or, or multiple pieces of advice that you would give an agent starting out today? Yeah. I mean, like I said, for this job especially, I mean, do what you love. Like, you know, again, <laughs> we always have these conversations, I know. But, but like I said, I think, you know, if you don't like the cold call, I mean, you're going to have to get on the phone. You're going to have to call. But to me, you know, do something you love. And that always that goes back to what Jason Abrams said, you know, kind of like, you know, if you love golfing, you know, go go golf. But make sure you're getting one, two, three leads golfing. If you like 
You know, oh, you do, you're going to the gym. Make sure you're, you're talking to people at the gym. I like going out to the bars. I make sure I talk to people. Because, I mean, the good thing about, you know, I, you know, I've noticed, if I'm going to the bar, which, you know, like I said, I can definitely cut back a little bit on that. But, like, if you're in the, out midday, usually those people are self-employed. You know, they have investment properties. They're not out there. They're not, like, you know, they're usually retired or have money if they're out at 12, 1 o'clock. So, it's usually I do like going out to lunch. That's my one big thing I still do, so. And another thing is just, you know, be yourself. Like, you know, again, you we always talk about this, but, you know, just, you know, I, you know, make sure people know you're a realtor, but you don't have to do all just souls. People want to see a real person. They want to see what you're doing and they want to see, you know, kind of everybody has their flaws. So you don't have to be perfect on Facebook or social media. I think so, being authentic is something that we do very well. Yeah. And sitting here in sweatpants <laughs> and Crocs on a Saturday morning <laughs> with my butt. <laughs> Um, and we have fun. Like I said, I think for the most part, I mean, have fun. You know, you gotta have fun. It, it, this 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 business and this job can be very stressful, and there's a lot of hits you can take. You know, and it's like roll with the punches. And that's something I can. I mean, that's something I'm still working on. It's like I, sometimes I still do get too worked up, and I can probably take a step back. So that's my. I think that's my biggest flaw. I still get too emotional, which you know, I try to. I've been trying to work. So. <laughs> I try to set the the, uh, the, the bottom line right. and just keep it in the middle. Yeah. Um, so most of us, and myself definitely, you know, have a really hard time patting ourselves on the back. Right. You know, like what's what's like one thing that you can say out loud to the world, <laughs> you know, something that, or a couple things, you know, that you do really well and, and you're proud to say and you're proud to say that, like, you built that, you know, as you went along. I mean, I think, I mean, I think my biggest thing is I'm a hard worker. So I'm, I'm going to be up, I'm always working, you know, usually I'm up early, I'm, I'm up late. I mean, I mean, I'm up early, I stay up, you know, relatively late, like 9, 10. But like from young, from young age, like, you know, I rode my bike to St. Albert's. I cleaned foilers, I, I did the toilets, and I, and I was, but I was the best floor cleaner and the toilet cleaner seen Albert's <laughs> ever known, so, uh, but yeah, I, I worked on a farm when I was younger, I delivered papers, like, to me, like, that's one of my best qualities, is that I'm a hard worker, I like working, and, you know, it's just, it's been like that since I was 12, 13 years old. You're definitely a hard worker, and that's definitely a side of you that, you know, 99% of the population don't say, they see the kissy faces yeah. on Facebook, <laughs> they see the weird stuff, um, <laughs> So, yeah. And I, and I think I'm good with people, too. Like, you know, I think that's that's something that I don't think I always was good at that I kind of developed. Because I remember being at Smith Morning, like, oh, there's no way. Because I was like, I talk fast now, but I would be more shy and not maybe as outgoing as I am now. Back at Smith Morning, I remember some lady saying, there's no way he's going to be good at sales. So, and that kind of, you know, fueled me a little bit. But I think yeah. that I've kind of gotten better, like, you know, kind of being more open with people. And, you know, because, you know, again, we grew up together. We had a real close-knit friend, so... You know, we kind of stayed together for the most part and, you know, didn't really go outside our comfort zone that way. So, but as I got older, you know, I think that's, is a huge asset. It's important. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. Um, while we're here, give everybody a quick giggle. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bunch of fun. But what are, um, what are some books or podcasts? If, if, if anybody out there is, you know, thinking of diving into some books or some podcasts. I mean, they're they're all huge now, and and they're very important in my life, and I know they're important in yours, just to get in the right mindset. Like for me, I'm constantly reading, listening to audibles, listening to podcasts. I barely retain any of that information, but like subconsciously, subconsciously, subconsciously it, it, it hits me hard, 
and I can see a huge difference, you know, over the last couple of years, like 100%. Um, top two. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, I like stoicism. So I like Ryan Holiday books. Um, Ego is Enemy. I forget. Discipline is Destiny. Yeah, he's got five. And then I like Marcus Aurelius. Um, I like a little bit more Untethered Soul because I'm reading one of his books again now. So that's more like a meditation kind of calms me. Obviously, I'm not calm. So I, I'm, I'm trying to work on that and kind of meditation type stuff. So that's kind of what I'm reading now. So it's good like, stuff. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I, like, I, I, probably, I think I was looking back, I was telling when I think I read like 74 audibles since 2020 and then whatever amount of hardback so it's definitely you know helps me kind of focus like I said I think you know worst case subconsciously you put it in on the car you might not get everything but at least you're getting some of the stuff and it's always usually positive stuff too so yeah, I figure there's enough negative stuff out there with news and all that stuff so I try to ingest as much positive stuff as possible I had two books from the top of my head that, that I wanted to uh, to mention but I'm totally blank on the names what, what's the habit book Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. That you know that was huge, yeah, and, and then there was another one. I mean, for early on, like that's like probably yeah. the one because for me, like I, I want to implement positive habits in my life over time. That when I don't do them, I feel like a loser. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that just gives me the motivation to. Um, yeah, I think that's where we're continue. definitely the same. Like once you say, like you were saying on the first one, like once you kind of put something in your head, you definitely want to complete it. So if you have that kind of mindset, definitely. And so, another one, Simon Sinek. Why book? I forget what the exactly name, but that one's also a good one. On you know why you're doing something, just not it shouldn't all be about money. It should be about like you know when I first started, it was about my daughter. Like you know because it was just me and her was build a better life for me and her and make life easier on her. So is that called the big why or is that the power? Yeah, not the power why, but but I don't want to look that one up. But. Anything else you wanted to cover? I think that's it. All right. Well, in conclusion, we're gonna do something fun. <laughs> we're gonna ask the, the Guido. If he could have one superpower from any, you know, comic book or movie or whatever, what would it be? So, I obviously gave me gave me a little heads up <laughs> on it, so I had to look it up. So, just not, I didn't want to do flight or invisibility, so I'm doing power manipulation. Yeah. So, which is like luck, mind. So, to me, that reminds me of mindset. So, there's a couple uh, characters in DC and Marvel that have it. So, Domino and Kane and somebody else. So, no, I've never heard of any yeah. of those fellas. <laughs> <laughs> the one's a girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be politically correct. But, All right, well, yeah. then we'll, we'll wrap it up. This will be the conclusion of the first episode of Real Well Radio. If you like it, like, subscribe, you know, share it, talk to your friends about it. I'm sure he'll be sending it to everybody in text messages, bragging about he had the most views on anybody who's ever been on. All right, talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another inspiring episode of Real Well Radio. We hope you've gained valuable insights and a fresh perspective on how the worlds of real estate, wellness, and entrepreneurship intersect. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and share with your colleagues and friends. Your feedback is the cornerstone of our community. And it helps us to continue to bring you remarkable stories from the realm of business and well-being. Have a great day.
We want to thank our sponsor, the Guido and McNichol team at Keller Williams Real Estate for sponsoring this show. We are licensed in Pennsylvania and New Jersey and here for all your real estate needs.